Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Final Checkpoint Podcast. This is episode number 61. Each and every week, we react to some of the latest video game news and talk about games we're playing. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. And don't forget, you can subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and thegamefanatics.com. We're also streaming live on twitch.tv slash loadlastcheckpoint, Sundays, 8 p.m. Pacific time. It's daylight saving, so I'm not even going to attempt to figure out what any of that means. But uh, feel free to hang it's out. It's the same spot. No, it, something moved. Pacific You're, didn't move. The Pacific Ocean moved, and it caused a oh ripple effect God. that made the time change. Fine, That's, whatever. Aquaman <laughs> did some shit. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, we have two guests, two special guests this episode, um, joining us from the Game Fanatics, uh, Julian Harris and Logan Meyer. How's it going, Hello. guys? Hello. Oh, hi. Hi. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad at all. Not bad. <laughs> all right, good, yeah. So um, Logan's been on this show uh, previously, so why don't we start with Julian. Julian, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do at the Game Fanatics and, uh, I don't know, your favorite console of all time. How about that? <laughs> all time, okay. So... Um... Yeah, Julian, Game Fanatics, uh, King Julian on a lot of things with the Game Fanatics. I guess my official title is Head of Collaboration. I reach out to companies and ask for things is nice. the easy way to put it. <laughs> um, favorite console of all time. That one's hard. That's pretty hard. Uh, that's very... Um, I'm going to go 360 All right. At, at this moment. I may change, but... At this moment, I'm going to go 360. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Logan, what about you? Go ahead and tell us what you do at the Game Fanatics and also your favorite console of all time. Oh, okay. Uh, I help with editing at the Game Fanatics, and I contribute a little bit here and there. Uh, as far as my favorite console, I probably have to go with PlayStation 1 just oh. because there are so many RPGs that I absolutely love from that generation. So okay, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Good one. I know. Cool. All right. Well, um, thank you guys for joining us and uh, filling out the podcast because uh, usually it's just me and old Ben arguing about stupid things. I feel yeah. like this is a first to have four on it. Four. For this show, for sure. Yeah. For this show, yeah, for sure. It's um, crazy. Well, we got a lot of great topics to talk about, a lot of games that we're playing. So why don't we get this started? Ben, what is our topic? this week oh man i sure i'm excited we're only like three weeks away from cyberpunk oh boy howdy rubs <laughs> hands together yeah it's uh, about time it's about time samurai uh so cyberpunk got delayed again and this is uh, one of the weirder things because it, it's 19 days away as we record and then it's delayed 21 days from that to december 10th it's very close to release already delayed again this is the fourth time this year i think um, I think so, yeah. Because it was like Mar March, September, November, December, <laughs> February, next March, yeah. Uh, it seems like it's being blamed upon the last gen consoles, which makes sense, mm -hmm. uh, given like just look at the freaking game. Uh, yeah. I don't know. At this point, I'm just tired of it, and I'm starting to care so so little. 
about cyberpunk in general or just that it's being delayed? yeah i just don't i just don't want to hear about it anymore i just want oh. it to be out just shut up about it please <laughs> but you'll get that very soon <laughs> will i i probably I, I i don't know i don't know just block it yeah and all the news sites yeah. but it's interesting because cyberpunk i thought it went gold recently it did it did, okay. it did. yeah early october yeah so i mean day one patches are a thing so very interesting that What's they really funny, wanted to keep it in 2020 they even stated no more delays and then here we are yeah <laughs> um yeah at this point yeah go for it. i just dropped the last gen or the current gen <laughs> i yeah i agree i well i mean i don't care because i'm yeah. getting it probably on pc or or on what my xbox whatever so i'm fine with that but that's that's like 150 million units you can't just kill yeah unfortunately yeah i don't know why you do it just just gimp the the x the original xbox one version just make it run at 720p and call it a day like who cares (laughs) lowest settings possible just say we tried to upgrade it it, i i want to see how terrible it looks on xbox one (laughs) i yeah i do want to see like comparisons when it comes out for well, sure. Oh, I man. plan on getting it for PS4 and then, you know, doing the eventual upgrade to the PS5. Um, it's a free upgrade, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. so for me, I was kind of bummed because this, this was, like, the main game I've been, like, saving my pennies for to, like, get. And I haven't bought anything else that I was interested in because I was, like, I'm I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm focused on Cyberpunk. I'm playing other stuff that I have just to kind of get rid of some of the backlog that I have. And I can't wait for it to come out. And now I have all of November to do this. Yeah. Which is not bad. I guess I'm still okay with that. But, like, I was excited to actually get into Cyberpunk finally. Because for the most part, a lot of my hype levels have died from it. Just because it's so overhyped. And, you know, it's it's just just, taking forever. It's just in in my face all the time. And Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of tired of seeing it, too. But, you know, I was kind of excited to get the game and play it. But... That's okay. I can wait. I don't care. I just don't care anymore. Like, come out when you're going to come out, and we'll see. Just stop talking about Cyberpunk. <laughs> like, stop being in our face. So, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't think I've ever been so tired of seeing a game. Like, constantly. Before it's out. News. Yeah, before it's out. Constantly in the news. Whether it's the thing about Crunch, whether it's, you know, their gold, or, you know, let's put out, you know, some gameplay, but kind of spaced out, and so, like, you don't get to see how often like uh or very often like gameplay snippets of it they're just doing the uh what is it the night city episodes mm-hmm. which i haven't really watched them so i'm not too sure what they're about but um i just like i'm tired of seeing cyberpunk oh. they're about the game yeah but i mean like <laughs> what is it doing i haven't watched it i don't care anymore <laughs> right we, we we know what it is yeah. we we don't need anymore it's just it's being drawn out for so long and it's getting so much attention because it's such a big release in this time of 2020 where a lot of games are getting delayed other games and you know there's are there are new console launches but they're not launching with a ton of brand new games so yeah i get it like it's all in our faces like cyberpunk cyberpunk it is overwhelming and like i'm excited for it because i think the cyberpunk genre is underutilized in a lot of media so i'm really excited just to like dive into that atmosphere but at the same time 
I personally have not had good track record with CD Projekt Red's gameplay and combat. So, like, like The Witcher True. Three, I I like the world and the lore, but the combat to me was so boring, and that just didn't work for me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in cyberpunk, but. Yeah. I never got into, well, I won't say I, I never got into The Witcher. I started The Witcher over about five times, and I'm going to start <laughs> it over again on the next on the next generation right. console as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Cyberpunk was the big game I was excited for uh, going into the next gen consoles, but now it's pushed back. Like, everything I want to play is coming out in December now. Well, I do want to play uh, Assassin's Creed, and I've already been playing uh, other stuff, but... Uh-huh. Um, yeah, everything I want to play. Wait, it's pushed to November, right? I mean, December, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, December 10th. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Everything I want to play is pushed to, de- to December. Well, you know, at least they're not putting it on the Switch. So I guess that's one thing we should <laughs> be happy about. Damn I'll it. Wait well, that yeah. <laughs> Unless they sneak it on the little cloud thingy that they uh, just started doing. That's I haven't true. checked that out yet. Oh, yeah. Has anybody that's... tried that? I was... I... I haven't tried it. I've watched videos because I was curious on how it ran, and it seems to run pretty well. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard some like okay like things. Low about input it. and everything. Yeah, I think was it performance mode that worked pretty well, but the I think there's like a what is it the the other mode, the one for like graphical mm-hmm. fidelity. I guess wasn't running as smoothly, and there was some input lag. But that's still interesting because I think that's uh, initially what they're trying they they were trying to do with like Gaikai, wasn't it? Kind of like what they do with PS Now, like the cloud streaming. Oh, I mean, I guess, yeah. It's just, it's just streaming like anything else. Yeah. Because what was, the, what was the other game? Japan they has that had way? cloud switch gaming for a while now, or yeah. a couple games on their cloud, like Resident Evil Seven, yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but oh, it's okay. never stateside. Yeah, our internet, it just isn't there <laughs> quite yet. I don't yeah. even think it's the internet. I don't want to do that. It's just... <laughs> yeah, that's who I guess. <laughs> it's just not desirable. I actually played uh, the Immortals Phoenix Rising demo, on, which is a Stadia-only demo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it ran really well on Stadia. But at no point was I like, I'm going to buy this on Stadia. Yeah. It was more like, oh, that's <laughs> neat that this worked. And I will now buy this on a console or something else. Or a PC, yeah. Uh, yeah, it it did run very very well. Granted, this is a wired connection, and I have pretty good internet, so it should run well. Yeah, it all has to come together was, really for that to work. That's a perfect demo platform. Like honestly, every game <laughs> should be on Stadia as a as a hour long demo. I'll pay five dollars to play an hour, and then if I like it, I'll buy it somewhere else. Oh man, <laughs> that's what Stadia sounds should be. good to me. That's right. Yeah, instead of demos, have Stadia timed demos. Or just streaming demos anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. Just streaming demos. That's what... I don't know why no one does that. It makes too much sense. I think Xbox talked about it a while ago, but... Uh, or as a as a possible use case, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be really cool. You're in the Microsoft store, and you're like, oh, I wonder what this Try game is. And then, like, it jumps you into a demo, and you can just play it through the cloud. Yeah. Like, that would be really cool. I'm, I'm not into the streaming, air quotes, future. Nope. Deal with it. Me either. It's not. It's not happening. It's the future. It's not. It's not. I mean, I'm thinking about getting rid of my my Stadia like Founders Edition to supplement some of this incoming tech. But who's uh, gonna buy that? <laughs> That'll be someone. There's yeah, a uh, there's like a little store around the corner that gives me cash for it. So all right, fine. 
Because oh. <laughs> I can still play it with any other controller I have, so I don't necessarily. I mean, it was nice. The main reason I got it was because I like the blue controller. But mm. yeah, I don't. Think, I don't think I need the uh, what the Chromecast or anything that comes with it. Oh yeah, I guess it is just a Chromecast. That's that does have inherent value. Cool. Let's move on Let's... to our next story. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even know where we ended up here, but that's all right. That happens. Well, we're talking about Stadia. Well, Stadia. We Stadia. don't need to give them any more airtime. Someone's got to talk about it. Someone's got to yeah. talk about it. Uh, so, Ben, what's the next story on our okay, list? Okay, we, we have two more delays, both from Ubisoft. Far Cry 6 and Rainbow Six Quarantine have been delayed. Um, ain't, ain't having no more. Yep. Womp womp. Womp womp. Well, I, I like that they delayed it not to like a specific date, but just like a general yeah window, so that you know I'm okay with that. Spend the time to get the game ready and clean it up and fix it. Yeah, it sucks that it got delayed, but I'm okay with you releasing a complete product and not an unpolished one. Right. Oh, totally. What so? What is Rainbow Six Quarantine? Is that related to Siege, or is this going to be a different like? Is this more going to be kind of like single player, multiplayer? Experience? I don't. No, I definitely don't think it's single player. But I don't know what it is. I don't remember. I, yeah, I, don't I, I think I can't remember. Is it like Siege, but with uh, an infection of sorts? <laughs> I mean, I know it's going like, like really off the. <laughs> um, but I think that's what it is. I like that that pitch <laughs> for it. Uh, I I believe uh, that is what it is. That's that's what it always looked like in the teasers. So, like Rainbow Six Siege's gameplay with multiple squads and zombies. Interesting. Okay. I I guess I just didn't hear much about it, so I wasn't exactly sure what it was. It was announced at E3 last year. Oh, right, geez. and I think it was just one teaser. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know if they made it like apparent or clear if it was like an add-on to uh siege or not or if it was just like on standalone uh thing i mean i still want patriots but uh, i think that was a little bit too problematic <laughs> but um um but yeah i don't know if they ever made it clear if it was a standalone game or not it it appears to be but i'm not following this a at three all. player tactical co-op shooter set several years in the future of rainbow six universe rainbow six it's like earth two it's rainbow six <laughs> uh okay that's nice i guess yeah um yay are you guys excited for far cry 6 i think i am i'm not too sure exactly i am why <laughs> i've been wanting exactly. to get excited for far cry but like i didn't like four that much but i loved three and then i've been wanting to check out five or the other one uh what was it new dawn but i'm yeah. just like waiting I don't know what I'm waiting for, but yeah, I think this is going to be the first one I really kind of dig into. Um, that that trailer really got me. I mean, all all the other ones are pretty interesting, but um, I have a tendency with because I tried to get into I think it was four or five. I have a tendency to not like finish <laughs> just because there's so much to do. Yeah, mm. yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, but the what uh, the what's his name? Uh, Giancarlo from Breaking Bad is one of the main reasons why I want to play because I just want to kind of like see him as a possible villain in the game. Yeah, always a villain. Dude, always. Poor guy. But he's, you know, you've made a great living off that, so why not? Give it to yeah. him, you know? <laughs> that was a great job. Yeah, exactly. Cool. All right. 
well, um, you know, it's expected. A lot of delays. Uh, that usually happens around a console launch, but also just in general, delays are just always happening nowadays, it seems like. It's fine. Oh, I mean, it goes back to what I brought up, I don't know, at one point during one of the many crunch discussions where why don't they announce release dates? Like, why don't they finish the game, air quotes, finish, and then say, okay, the release is in three months, and then tell us the date. You know what I mean? It's like when it's actually a solid date. Yeah. Why, we don't need sense. to know. Like, there's, there's no reason. The freaking uh, end game doesn't get announced and then get pushed back a month and then get pushed back six months. Like, they, they found the date that they were going to do, and then they told us. Like, that's how movies work. That's how everything else works. I don't know why video games think they're special when they need to announce dates all the time. Yeah. Well, this is uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine's second delay, I think. Cause they... That game doesn't even exist. It's called fucking Quarantine, and we've been in quarantine for eight months. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to have to rename this game. Yeah, they're right. have to. <laughs> Maybe that's why they delayed like, it. Gods and Monsters is what they're going to rename it. Oh, yeah, geez. they can't decide on a name, so they're like, delay it. Move on. Specking of delays. <laughs> Uh-oh. An even stranger delay than all these other delays is Destruction All-Stars delay. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Less than two. Everyone forgot about that. Uh, two weeks away, because uh, it's going to supposed to be a launch title for the PS5. There's many speculation as to why, citing possible low pre-order numbers, because it's a $70 multiplayer-only launch title that does not look that interesting. Definitely does not. Uh, I would also, I, I noticed this when I was doing a moderate amount of research. Uh, this game has characters in it, like named characters, like Overwatch or a hero shooter in general. Uh-huh. And I had no idea. So that's that's great. Great marketing. You really could be actually marketing this game instead of just not talking about it at all and pretending it's worth $70, but okay. So that got delayed uh, to February. And it's going to be part of PlayStation Plus. But in my research, I don't think it's a PlayStation Plus game in, in the normal way we're thinking. Um, what do you mean? So it, it says on the PlayStation blog, Blah, blah, blah. We decided to move the game release from November to February 2021, which is not a date, just a month, uh -huh. uh, where it will be included for two months in the PlayStation Plus at no additional cost. So it's oh. being included in PlayStation Plus. It is not free with PlayStation Plus. And right. I, I bring this up because Bug Snacks was announced as the first PlayStation Plus uh, PS5 game, yep. essentially. And on that page, it says. Da, 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 it's coming free at launch for PS5. So different words uh, will be available at launch to PlayStation Plus so subscribers. Surprisers. Whoa. <laughs> at no additional cost. As opposed to will be included, it will be available. Yeah. So I, I think okay. this is two months of the game being free, and then you're going to have to buy it. Yeah, it's which, definitely that. Yeah, which is definitely smarter than... Uh, having this game come out right next to all these other games and having it be $70 and just watching it just, die. Yeah, because if you would have told me a week ago that Destruction All-Stars was a launch title, I'd be like, oh, I didn't even think of that. I only think of Demon's Souls and Miles Morales. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, and they're, it's not... they're refunding pre-orders too if you bought it through the PlayStation Store. I think well, that's because that they, they have to yeah. because it doesn't have a release date. Yeah, they yeah. have to do well, that. It won't take them too long. There's probably like three. So they want to try and generate a <laughs> fan base and a player base for it in that two right. months and hope that people will want to buy it and continue playing. 
I don't know why you wouldn't do this in December. I feel like December is a perfect time, like December, January. Yeah. Because after, although I guess Cyberpunk, but at, at that point, that's three What's months a different in. Different type of game. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Was there it ever a beta better. or anything like that? No, 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 this needs to be a beta. Like, people need to play this. Someone <laughs> yeah. needs to talk about this game. It's a two-month beta on PlayStation. Early Plus. access, yeah. beta, like, like something to build interest in it. Because, I mean, even watching the trailer that we did see during State of Play, like, I just, it just didn't seem that interesting to me. No. Yeah. Well, because I guess, like, if something was broken with it, it may have not. Well, because they, they couldn't have pushed it back to December because you have cyberpunk and some other stuff. They probably wanted to get it, give it a chance to survive, yeah. which may be next year, but I think so many things are getting pushed now is going to have to compete against something else big. Exactly. I mean, delaying it, delaying it into 2021 could help because it's after the holidays. So maybe there's a lot more PS fives out there. A lot of, you know, kids getting it for Christmas yeah. stuff like that. And this looks like more of like a rocket league type of game. So maybe more kids will get into it. That could, maybe be their chance to get it out, get it, get some eyes on it, get people to get into it and build that player base the way Rocket League did when it came out on PS Plus. So there's a chance for it. Maybe. I don't know. It's uh Yeah, that's clearly what they want to have happen. Yeah. But uh, they they probably done the worst job at marketing. They've done a better job at marketing Bug Snacks, which is not even a PlayStation game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bug snacks! I have no idea what the hell you even are. <laughs> well, I'm definitely gonna play it. Now. Great, it's free. <laughs> yeah, I great. think it looks so fun. <laughs> I'm really? excited for reviews. I think the yeah. reviews are next week. So, I love quirky, weird games like that. When I see a fucking hamburger walking around, I'm in. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> the hamburger from uh, McDonald's. <laughs> I was thinking of Good Burger, where it has the googly eyes. Oh yeah. <laughs> What a great movie. Yeah. All right, let's move on. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's talk about books. Let's talk about books. <laughs> no, I just miss uh, Viva Pinata so much that this is going to hopefully scratch that itch. But probably not. Probably. Eh, maybe. It got the weird creatures for you. Exactly. So in the final bit of news, Chris Lee leaves 343 and Halo Infinite. He was the, what, the lead. Uh, what was that? I don't have the titles. The title's not written down. Joel, what's the title? Of what? Of what he is? Yeah. He is the of project what? director, and he's, project an, director. he's a longtime yeah. executive at, uh, I think, 343. This just adds yeah. to the, the turmoil. Yeah, what is going on over there? <laughs> not anything well, good. <laughs> it's weird because he's still with the overall like Xbox Microsoft company. He just yeah. left the game. He just like stepped down from the project. That's good. <laughs> still wants to get paid, you know. He still wants still wants to get that yeah, money. It's a smart oh, move. Come on, <laughs> less work, still money. It's still money. Yeah. What if I did nothing and you still paid me? Yeah, <laughs> I'm in. Julian, you're you're uh, an Xbox guy. Does is Halo Infinite in trouble? What's going on here? Uh, see, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I don't know, but so what, I mean, I don't know how much this uh, matters or means to the whenever it's going to release, just because 
Um, I feel like enough of the game was finished or completed. I'm not sure what they're going to go back and kind of rework. Yeah. Um, but I mean, because there's been some rumors out that the campaign itself may be kind of ready or good to go. Um, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's just done with his little part and is like, okay, I'm going to go and do something with whatever the next game is going to be. Um, I mean, when when I first saw the uh, the um, the gameplay of Halo Infinite, I was like, okay, and like there are still some things that looked a little weird, but overall, I, I felt it was um, okay. Like I, in my head, I knew it was a change in art style because just because I follow um, the development of the game. Yeah, but if you if you if you haven't played in a while. It it was very jarring <laughs> to go from kind of like this very kind of uh, complex, detailed world of Halo back to the kind of more simple art style of the the first few games. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, some people think th- um, or some people think that this means. <laughs> The game is definitely not coming anytime soon. Of course, at the earliest, maybe the end of 2021. Um, as a fan, I'm going to hope for earlier. But again, I guess take take as much time as, as you need because um, if they mess this up, then <laughs> I think it's bad news. Right. If, if, so yeah, I, I think it's better battle. to just yeah, I think it's better to to um, kind of take their time and make it good. Um, because if they don't, then then it's definitely in trouble. The the franchise in trouble is in trouble, just not, not just the game. Yeah. So I'm I'm reading IGN's article on this uh, by Matt Kim, and it's interesting because they have. So it seems like it, it's almost like they have um, like Chris Lee stepped down, and almost like they're having two people take charge of the project. Uh, Joe. Staten is going to be leading the single player campaign development. And then there's Pierre Hintzy hints. I don't know how to say his name, but he's going to be leading multi- the multiplayer side. So this could be maybe a step in the direction of like, these guys have it handled. I'm going to look for something else to start or work on. Um, so it could not all be, it might not mean a bad thing. It could just mean that like, you're right. Like his position, his, his job is done. It's time for, for these two guys to really lead the way for the game development and you know even after release like just to keep the game going because maybe having people that have been around have been working on this for a lot longer might be better to lead the team than just someone who's just overseeing it not the trenches so but yeah i mean i i hope it's good man i mean they they need it to be good so hopefully this doesn't mess up anything major yeah because i'm ready for another halo so um I'm one of the few people that enjoyed Halo Five. <laughs> I, I mean, I laughed when I said it, but I really did. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't played through Halo Four or Five. Um, I started playing through three because I never really finished it. I played through one and two a long time ago when I was like when they first came out. Um, but I just have never really been like I've never really had an Xbox. Like I have an Xbox uh, One S all digital edition now and we have like the the master chief collection on there and so like um i do want to go back and play some of those games that i missed and then download like halo 5 and and try that 
but I don't know. It's it's hard for me to really try to play that game. I know people don't like the sprinting, but I feel like it needs it because I don't like the floatiness of just walking and jumping. Yeah, like um, one thing with playing the Master Chief Collection, I've noticed like going back to the games when they didn't have sprint and and, and after playing all these uh, modern games, everything feels a little slower to me. Yeah. Um. So, I, like you said, I definitely think it's needed. That's yeah. it. That's it. Okay, cool. So all we right. did That's it. all the stories. Um, I did want to get Julian's uh thoughts on Watchdog Legions. He's been uh covering a lot of the early access content for the Game Fanatics and uh getting some of those videos well, up. I've been watching them. So. Games out now, but I wanted to get your thoughts on the game. Um, have you continued to play it? Do you think you'll be playing it even more so or you think you'll be bouncing out and trying something else? Oh no, I'm 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 definitely going to keep playing it. Um like I've said on Twitter, it's probably my favorite Watch Dogs. Um yet I do enjoy the characters from 2 um or actually having a main character i do enjoy that um but the combat and the various mechanics feel a lot more solid in watchdogs legion um and there's a lot of i mean there, there are some quirks um because we talked to some of the developers uh i think about a year ago about how the kind of randomized characters work and and how they it's all it's almost like the different voices go through uh like some type of voice modulation and and then you have the of course the different characters that are procedurally uh generated with their abilities and whatnot um but with that process sometimes the voice doesn't necessarily go with the person oh weird um, <laughs> right? like it, it just, be so weird. just doesn't <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it just doesn't fit. But th there are like, and they still may be procedurally generated, generated but there are uh, different characters that you unlock by doing certain missions or a certain group of missions. Um, so they're a little bit more, uh, I guess, higher in detail. I'm not sure if they're fully procedurally generated, but I mean, overall, the game is pretty fun. Um, some of the things I've seen people say, is that some of the uh, some of the things you go through and do may be a little repetitive when it comes to uh, recruiting the different uh, I don't want to call it agents, but I will say I mean I guess now that I say agents, um, this Watch Dogs feels like a little bit more of um, kind of like spies that hack versus the kind of um, zero cool and stuff from the from the second uh watch dogs where it felt like an 80s hacker movie um but i mean overall i definitely say give it a try if if you if you want i mean yeah. <laughs> and i had to say it that way because i mean there there are a few things um that i know i mean just from people i can't i think it may have been one of you who were saying like i don't know how i feel about these different um mechanics and i just rather have a like a main character a story i mean we there is a story but like a main character and kind of uh that person to connect with so how's yeah. the how's the scope of the game i feel like ubisoft really likes to make their games like giant especially open world games and that's one Too thing big. that 
Is it okay? That's that was no, one. I'm just kidding. I, I haven't played it. Okay. <laughs> so that, I just that's assume my thing. because it's Ubisoft. Yeah, that's my that's my thing with like because I I really liked um Assassin's Creed Origins and Odyssey, but Odyssey right away I was like, I it almost deflated me from playing it because it was so big and that map is insane. And so when I think about Watch Dogs and like because I actually really liked the first one, um I just I never finished it, but I loved every, like the gameplay of it. I just think the character kind of sucked. Um, and I never played Watch Dogs 2, so I was really interested in this. And the more like I've seen of it, I'm like, I like the idea of recruiting people based on what they can do and just having like a team of people that have certain abilities. And so that part was really interesting to me. And my the only thing that I that I fear is that this game is massive and I'll never finish it. Yeah. So I'm 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 that way with a lot of um kind of open world games i have a feeling because i haven't finished it yet but um there are a few different branching uh story paths and when you look into when you're in your menu uh, and they have like the little missions tab they have them set up so there's a few main kind of uh villains and that you uh you're kind of working on their their different types of missions and you can work on anything you want at any given time, which is which can be hard for me um, because. So take, for instance, each time you recruit somebody, they have their own missions. Then you have other side missions that pop up. Then now you have the three different or four I, I can't antagonists that also have their missions. Um, so it can get a little uh you could you can get a little lost but you have the choice to just go straight through and not you don't even have to recruit anybody additional additional if you want to especially if you don't have permadeath on if you have permadeath on then you may need to um worry about that a little bit more but if you don't have permadeath on um you can just go with maybe a few agents um I, i'd recommend getting a few different kinds because uh, unlike previous games, you don't have a, like a skill tree that you're working to um, kind of improve your character. So you may want like someone who does drones. You may want uh, someone who's a little bit more stealthy or has a silenced weapon. You may want, uh, th there's a lot of different um, abilities and, and gadgets that you can't unlock with just your points um that may come in handy so uh but yeah you get a couple people and you can go straight through the game if you want to oh cool okay awesome well uh i really like the sound of the permadeath option yeah. i think that's a cool it's interesting feature to have i didn't know i had that yeah yeah and i think someone on ign actually uh did a video of what happens if all your people die oh <laughs> and interesting restart deletes your save <laughs> that would be, uh, yeah i think it, i think the credits roll um nice. yeah, right. yeah so if if all your people die <laughs> then just yeah. game over yeah oh man. that is that is great i love That's that very cool cool shout out to trevor paul from uh the game fanatics he uh wrote the review for us and uh it's on the site I already read through it earlier today, and uh, that's kind of why my interest really sparked about Watch Dogs because his review um, kind of gave me some pretty good impressions about the game, and 
uh, I don't know. My interest is uh, it's it's there for the game. I'm just not sure wow. exactly how committed. <laughs> I'm not sure how committed my sixty dollars are to a Watch Dogs game. You with... should play Watch Dogs too. It's really good. Watch Dogs 2 was always that game that everyone said, like, it's really good. You should play it. Kind of like um, Sleeping Dogs. And it's like, I see see it on sale all the time. (laughs) Actually, I think I own Sleeping Dogs on It's always on sale. Yeah, I own Sleeping Dogs on PlayStation. Um, Actually, I think I own it on PS3. So I'm not going to play it there. Don't do that. um, it's It's those games that like, oh, man, I should really pick that up. I should really play it. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> it's never gonna, at this point. It's never gonna happen. That's yeah. I was gonna say at this point, if it has, then it probably won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but if you get a well, no, you said you're on PC. Yeah, so if you're on PC, it, it, it'll look and play even better. Exactly. I will say, Watch Dogs Two is that is the game that brought me into. I for some reason I couldn't get into the first Watch Dogs. Watch that, Dogs. That's how I was. Put me in. Yeah. Yeah. Watch Dogs Two put me in, and I was like, okay, I'm going to play Legion. Yeah, it. I think for me, it was the character from Watch Dogs One that was like very monotone and like gloomy and just really not interesting at all. But the gameplay was awesome. I love the gameplay, especially being in a high speed pursuit, and then you can like use your phone to trigger some sort of explosion from like the pipes or something like that while you're driving and just like blows up the car behind you. Like that stuff was pretty cool. I will say, as one last thing, I hate driving in all of these games. It's too many <laughs> things to do at once. I was like, <laughs> yeah. because you're doing most of the driving with one thumbstick, and you have to use the other thumbstick to zero in on other things if you want to hack them while you're driving. And then I just oh. end up crashing into something. <laughs> yeah, I had a similar experience with Uncharted 4. <laughs> oh, well, while we're at it, let's go of ahead. All, and, of uh, all games I know, right? for that to happen. <laughs> while, while we're at it, let's go ahead and jump into games that we're playing. So why don't we do a little bit of round robin here. And so Julian covered some Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, Logan, why don't you start us off and talk about a game that you've been playing? Oh, yeah. Uh, this week I I played through uh, Scourgebringer because I saw it was on Game Pass. Ooh, I downloaded and... it for PC. I'm interested in hearing Yeah. That. Definitely recommend. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It's not very long as far as like the initial main campaign, I guess you could call it. It's just like four worlds and bosses, but there's a lot of unlockables, a lot of things to do in multiple playthroughs because each map is randomly generated. But it's it's really quick gameplay. Uh, it kind of has like a Doom-esque heavy metal when you're in battles fighting all the enemies and it it's just really high action really quick moving and a lot of fun really cool aesthetic of, as well so definitely recommend i was surprised on how quick it hooked me in and kept me playing like i did multiple playthroughs i usually don't do that for video games yeah it's a roguelite right it is yeah cool. which i also usually don't like yeah did you ever end up playing hades no oh bummer okay but I I follow a bunch of fan art of it because <laughs> <laughs> I really well. like the art style. Yeah, it is really good. Oh yeah, Scorchbringer looks pretty interesting. I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna have to give it a shot. For sure. Cool. All right. Um, Ben, why don't you? Ben, you have another laundry list of games. So no, why don't you start? Half <laughs> of those games are are just like two sentences. All right. Well, and one of them is one you have, so we can talk about that. Oh, perfect. Um. 
Well, I did mention I played the Immortals Phoenix Rising, which I still uh, I cannot <laughs> endorse this game with that stupid Phoenix. ass name. Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, I actually really like this game. It is Breath of the Wild. Um, it's more Breath of the Wild than Genshin Impact, Ugh. for sure. It is exactly Breath of the Wild. Um, and I, I think that's good. I do want more Breath of the Wild clones. That's fun. Uh, I don't know. It seems like they added more of a, a Dark Souls-esque combat with dodging and uh, light attack, heavy attack type of thing. There's special moves along with that. Uh, it, it seems good. It has a kind of funny um, sense of humor with the narration, but I don't really like it when games just are constantly talking to me and it wasn't funny enough to where I was like convinced that I want this. So awesome. Whatever. Do you feel like it, uh, it ended up being a little bit better than what you were expecting? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I'm, I'm not going to buy it. I'm, I'm going to do the, you play whatever monthly thing. Oh, it's yeah. like $15 a month or $10. And I'll just play it through that. Um, but now just that's coming out. You play gets added to Game Pass. You know it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. But that's now like three days or seven days or something before Cyberpunk. So we'll see. We'll see what happens to Immortals. Um, I might just be picking it up on a Steam sale for 15 bucks <laughs> in three months. <laughs> anyway, uh, but it, it definitely seemed worth your time. I don't know why this Stadia demo was only for a week. I actually played it like an hour before they were going to take it down. Because I didn't realize it was they're just going to delete it. Um, <laughs> That's weird, yeah. Very strange. Um, but Stadia worked remarkably well, and I think it should be used for all demos in the future. <laughs> Take uh, note, Google. Yeah, it, it was it was good. It was it felt like Zelda mixed with Assassin's Creed Odyssey or Origins, or yeah, it has the same menu system and oh, weird. Uh, yeah, like. which I hate. I hate their menus, but it's the same. Um, so there's that. Let me just go through some of my stupid ass games really quick. <laughs> uh, more topical, actually. Uh, I did the Animal Crossing Halloween event, Ooh. which was good. Um, it's a little weird that they kind of backloaded all the Halloween stuff for Halloween, and they had you growing pumpkins the whole month, and then now you can make everything on the 31st. <laughs> oh, cool. Great. Thank you. Um, but going yeah, around and trick-or-treating was fun. I'm, I don't know how that's going to go. <laughs> I am enjoying chopping down all my trees because I have way too many goddamn trees. Nice. So that's fun. And I like all the Halloween items and giving candy to people, and they're all dressed up. That's fun. Um, yay, Animal Crossing. That's about it. Does did you, giving... Joel, did you do it? Yeah. Um, I didn't. I, man, I just, I just haven't to touched go. it in a couple weeks. I know. Now I'm going to have to wait till next year. That was year. the one day. That I'm going to have to wait until next year to, <laughs> to do it just to get the stupid sticker. What oh, sticker? No. Don't you get the the what is it the just, uh, the miles for doing it? No, I didn't get any miles for it. Oh, okay. I thought every just anytime you the on your switch. I guess I could do that. Don't do it. I I thought that <laughs> if you uh, if you did the events, they're one of the sticker things on. That's like the fishing event okay. gives you a stamp or whatever. Yes, yeah, not like seasonal events. Yeah, you think it would? That'd be cool, but yeah, no. yeah. Okay. Oh, well. Yeah, I, I haven't played in a couple weeks. I haven't played in a couple weeks. But what does the, giving the candy really do anything? Well, giving the candy, you give the candy to the villagers, and they give you 
an item or a recipe to make it. Nice. Oh. So that's how you got everything. Ah, damn it. Okay, cool. <laughs> I fucking... You had one time to do this. Dude, I know. On Halloween. I messed up. All this time I put into Animal Crossing. I'm going to delete that game now. Yeah. I, I just want to no chop good. down all my trees. I'll let it come oh, just be weeds everywhere, and then I'll <laughs> leave it. And that's how I'll leave my island. <laughs> It'll just be an abandoned island from now on. Abandoned. There's a trash heap. <laughs> like all your morning. villagers leave. No, they have to you. They can't leave. They don't leave now. So. <laughs> yeah, there needs to be a vote off the island button or like option when you're ready to get rid of a villager. I do wish I could kick people out really easily. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Cool. Just hit them with a bug net enough. They'll leave. That they changed it, man. It's not that it's easy to get people to leave anymore. <laughs> you can't abuse your villagers into leaving anymore. <laughs> God damn it. And now they have to ask you. They have to ask permission to leave. Yeah, they'll have like a... Yes, no, hell yes option. They'll have like yeah. a little bubble or a little cloud or thought bubble or something like that. Like they're they'll, thinking. They'll look really know. depressed and then they'll be like, I don't know. I've been he thinking keeps about hitting leaving. me with shovels. I don't they know. They make you feel bad for kicking your villagers out. I know. I'm instantly like, oh yeah, you should go. Get out of here. That doesn't surprise me with you. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Get out. Yeah. Go away. You're a weird, scary looking chicken, and you creep me out every time I see you Dude, in the, the dark. the chickens are weird. Get out of here. <laughs> they are some weird looking ones. Yeah, like the dogs and stuff are cute, but the chickens and some of these other animals just are looking very strange. I like a weird eagle on my island. I think he's still around, but like you just see his giant head floating in the background <laughs> because he's so tall. Like if, you just see him in the dark, like, and it's dark because it's like it's the back of the island so it's not really like lit up so you're just seeing him walking oh it's a slender man yeah eagle much. <laughs> pretty much cool cool uh did you want to go over any other games no i'll combine two more of my garbage games later okay cool well i'll talk about one of the, the main game i've been playing really is uh pokemon uh shield the crown tundra dlc i touched on it a little bit last week um i finished majority of the story now uh, because you get three clues from like this guy. I think his name's Peony, which is like got to be the worst name I think I've ever heard in a Peony? game. Peony, Peony, Peony. I don't know. I hate Peony. it. I hate it. But he gives Peony. you he gives you like three clues, and you use these clues to get all the legendary Pokemon, at least some of them. And so I got all the the Reggie Ice, Reggie Seal, Reggie Rock guys, except for like the one that's there's one more that i need to get but you have to have all of them first to go get them and so i just got all of them um i got all the legendary birds and um the main thing that i really enjoy about the dlc is just handing out legendaries pretty much yeah, right yeah no it, really that's what it is you do these Dang. things called dynamax adventures and it's um i talked about it last week i kind of understand them a little bit better now so basically the way it works you can team up with like cpu trainers or if you're if you have an online connection you can invite others or you just match match make randomly with other people and you each get to borrow or rent a pokemon and then you take this pokemon with you you guys vote on which path you want to take so what type of pokemon you want to battle and you basically do three rounds of not legendaries and then the last one is a legendary pokemon and so you basically just do these they're they're basically the dynamax dens but you're doing four of them in a row to try to get to the le try to get the legendary at the end uh, i gotcha the, yeah the problem with it like i think it's really fun and for me it gives you that instant satisfaction of like i got another legendary i got another legendary here and there like I'm, they're just handing them out like it's halloween candy but it makes it feel a lot less like 
special. Like, it, you know, like in the other games, like you had to hunt for these, grind for them, search for them, find the island, get through the cave, and then boom, you see Lugia or whatever. And this, you're just Luigi. going Lugia, Luigi, Luigi, <laughs> yeah, Luigi. And in this, like, you're Where? really, you're really just going into the dens over and over again until you get all the legendaries. And so it, that part of it kind of sucks, but it does give you that like satisfaction of like, oh man, I just got another, I just got another legendary. I just got Mewtwo, which I've been wanting to get, but the only other way to get him previously was to transfer him from, uh, like Let's Go Eevee or whatever. And uh, then is that repetitive? Does it feel repetitive, like a chore after a while? Kind of. Or is it still kind of fun? I I think I think what I like about it is it forces you to use Pokemon you would traditionally not use, and Ooh, find okay. ways to use their traits and their move set to help your team basically. And and so it's been right. So you have to you have to think about it a little bit. You need to just brute force your way through it yeah because so basically after like let's say you get to the first round and the first pokemon you're fighting for is like an executor or whatever and you take down the the den and then you guys catch it you have the option to switch out the first pokemon you rented with the new one you just caught and so then from there you can kind of like like if you know you're going to fight a water pokemon at the end but the only thing they've given you is fire you can try to work your way into getting a Pokemon that's actually going to help you in that final fight. That part really reminds me of Pokemon Stadium where you could rent like teams. Yeah, which you like, can do that in here. Like they have like a battle tower section where you can rent a team. That's kind of what you're doing in the Dynamax Adventures. You're renting uh, like yeah. one Pokemon and then you can switch it out with the next one you caught or the one after that. But I've slowed down on playing it just because I got to a point where like, wow, well, I only need like maybe two or three more legendaries and I'm done. So a lot of the fun has kind of died out of it, but. Um, I still plan on playing it um, as I go, but yeah, it's uh, it's I, I would definitely say it's better than the last DLC, which was the I think um, what is it Island of Armor? Isle of Armor Isle of Armor yeah I always forget that um, it's I would say it's better and it gives you just a lot more to do. It's pretty cool. Yeah, um, cool. I think we're back at the beginning. Julian, do you have any other games you want to talk about? I mean, I've just been playing a. A few things actually. Uh, Spellbreak. Um, nice. Yes, I love Spellbreak. I'm enjoying it. I actually I interview one of the co-founders. Uh, that video will probably be going up this week. Nice. Can't wait. Oh yeah, definitely. And then um, anything that's disc based that I have on PS4 <laughs> because I'm going to the digital version. Oh, so nice. I won't go through everything. Oh, but wow. uh, finishing up Spider Man. Uh, what do I have over there? Yeah, finishing up Spider Man. Uh, because I, that's one game I actually am close to um, 100%ing the base game. Okay. I, I didn't get all the DLC and stuff, but I kind of got hooked into doing all the small stuff around the map. So uh, finishing that up, I, I finally started or, or played. Uh, um, what is that game called? Oh yeah, Killzone Shadowfall. Uh, what else have I played? <laughs> There's a ton of things that you're really covering those games. <laughs> the out is so old at this point. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I, I got to play, I got the PS4 a few years after I got the Xbox One. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and even so, all my third party games, I still play on Xbox. For sure. So I just I have a ton of stuff on PlayStation that I haven't even touched. <laughs> and I won't even name those that I want to get uh, talked about. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, I think those are the main things. All right, Logan, any other games you've been playing? Uh, I think the only other thing I played was the demo of Cyber Runner. Ghost Runner. Ghost Runner. I've like, been calling it, I've runner. been calling it Cyber Runner all week. <laughs> and like I would type Cyber Runner into my Google searches and oh my gosh, that's such a bad habit. Uh yeah, I just played the demo because I saw a little bit of gameplay and I was like, oh, this looks interesting and it's a little bit cyberpunky to possibly hold me over until Cyberpunk if it ever comes out. And so I, Ben told me there was a demo. I didn't realize that because I feel that's so rare these days. Yeah. And I downloaded it and played it, and I really liked it. Uh, it really felt like a first-person Katana Zero mixed with Mirror's Edge, as Ben pointed out. I was like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because yeah. you, you would get hit once, and you would die and have to reset. And I, I really liked it. And I would definitely look forward to jumping into it. At some point in the future. Yeah. It but not now. Reminds me a little bit of uh, Mirror's Edge, kind of like some of the. Oh, yeah, more. for sure. You just said that. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> I didn't hear. I, I heard you say uh, Katana Zero, and that's like what I focused on. Yeah, Katana <laughs> Zero meets Mirror's Edge is how yeah. I feel that game is. Dang, that's pretty cool. That's how it controls. A lot of really cool bosses. I saw some gameplay and character designs of some bosses, and I really liked that. Have you heard if it's very long? I, I'm not sure on like. I didn't look it up. Okay. Yeah. Is uh, what's the price on it? Oh is... my god! Is this a quiz about this game? I'm just asking. Happening? I'm interested in it. I you know study. what's like his head? Why don't you study? Damn it! I just, uh, I just mean like, like, if it's not very long, like it better not be sixty dollars. Like, I think it's like twenty five dollars or something like that. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. It's on Damn sale it. for a week, like the launch. I type Cyber Runner in my Google search again. Oh, okay. Oh my god. I I will never break this. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's twenty three ninety nine. Okay, yeah, Outer Worlds, not like not Outer Worlds. Oh, that's, not, that not was a mess too. Yeah, cool. Never again. Yeah, this game. Um, I definitely was interested in it when I first saw. It. I was like, oh, this looks pretty badass, man. Cool. Yep, definitely want to play it through sometime, someday. Hmm. I'll wait for Game Pass. I'll yeah, there we go. Yeah, I was, was waiting for that. that easily, yeah. <laughs> I'll wait for it to just come out on Game Pass. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, game. Sorry. Oh, bummer. Cool. Ben, uh, any other games you want to touch on? Oh, my God. Uh, oh, I finished Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Pretty good. Uh, was that your and, Gamefly game? Yeah, that's my Gamefly game. It's my Gamefly plug. All right. I'm shout getting, out, to, shout uh, out to Gamefly. I'm getting a uh, little hope from Gamefly this week. Oh, okay. The new uh, Dark Pictures. Is that a game or is that an actual thing? That's just my state of mind. It's <laughs> coming in the mail. They're giving them a little bit of hope. <laughs> um, just a little bit. Now, that's the new Dark Pictures anthology game. So I'm excited uh, to play through that. Um, and just came out. Dude, Gameflight's awesome. I don't think anyone else but me is using it. So I just get all these games. <laughs> they come You're out. getting like first dibs on all the new releases. Well, also, I get all these things on Xbox. And since PS4 is more popular, it, it's harder to get PS4 stuff. But Xbox, oh, get yeah, whatever you want. That's true. Yeah. Um. But anyway, Donkey Kong. So get finished. Game Pass and GameFly, and you're set. Exactly. Nice. Like it, that's pretty much between the two, especially for Nintendo games on GameFly. I'm not paying forty dollars for Tropical Feet Freeze. Get out of here. Top, topical Topical Fees. Topical Fees. <laughs> Damn Topical Fees. <laughs> I hate my bills. I mean Topical the, Fees. The game has five words in the title. I can barely say three, 
in a single <laughs> sentence. Uh, I really liked this game until the end um, when the difficulty spikes to Crazy Town and it's not uh, fun anymore. Uh, uh, like, it becomes super frustrating and not in a way where you think, one more run, I got this. It's like, fuck you, I hate this, this is bullshit, what are you doing, why would you do this? Um, it does the thing where you have to like run really quickly and jump on this platform and it starts crumbling, so then you have to immediately go to the next one. So it'll be doing that, and then all of a sudden, you have to stop. But how am I supposed to know I need to stop? Because everything's being destroyed. So if you don't stop, and you like jump for the next thing, you won't make it, so you'll die. But you didn't know you needed to stop until you got there. It's like this really weird design idea that I don't understand. Um, and it's hard to read, and it's not fun. And, and, and I, I talked about Crash 4, where the end of that game is crazy. Just bananas. But, well, Donkey Kong's bananas. Um, <laughs> but I really, oh, I liked I Crash it. 4, because it's bananas. Um, oh. They're always upset about bananas in Donkey Kong, by the way. They're really hung up on that. Uh, their main core like, there's currency, other, man. There's other fruits, guys. Also, they're everywhere in the levels, just chillax. That's true. Tropical freeze pun. Um, Crash 4, really difficult. But when you die, you realize, okay, I needed to jump there. What if I tried this? Okay, cool. And when you die in, in Tropical Freeze, it's like, I don't know why you would expect me to know that. Why would this happen? That's frustrating. What's this? I don't know what's going And then it doesn't respond quickly, so you'll die, and then it'll be like three, four, five seconds until you can play again. Ugh. And I fucking hate it. <laughs> uh, it's this final, the final five levels, I swear, are just where the game went from being like, pretty good, I like this, to nah, I can't, I don't like this. And I guess but that's you're unfair. so close to the end that you just have to do it. I have to. Yeah, I have to. Um, it was one of those things where I had like 99 lives. <laughs> but, oh my gosh. but then I got to the end and I had like 50. <laughs> <laughs> and that was with me getting extra lives a bunch too in the levels. Jeez. So I died a lot. And the final boss probably took me an hour and a half. Oh. Um, and that was not, it, not fun. In, in in any way because it starts like doing new mechanics I'm like i don't know what to do and then you just fall into lava and insta die like this is a long fight i don't understand why i just don't understand so i'm done with donkey kong games i'm officially done all you people that think this is an amazing game are crazy crash 4 is better i don't know why crash 4 is the game i'm picking but it's better play crash 4 donkey kong sucks no. it feels all slow floaty and, <laughs> and muggy and slippery and slow at the same time it's so weird the game it's control. Like the, it's like the jungle that it's in. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it. Yeah, that fits. Yeah. Slippery oh. and slimy. Slippery <laughs> and slimy. He's got a coconut gun. Uh, the other thing with this game that does come out at the very end when you have to be doing crazy platforming is uh, just like with Mario, when you land on something and you hold the jump button, you jump higher. But in this game, if you have a Kong with you, you can do. Uh, like Donkey Diddy Kong has a jetpack, and Dixie, or is it Coco? I don't know. That no, Coco the monkey. Coco <laughs> the monkey. Seinfeld cameo. Um, she has like her ponytails that can do the little helicopter thing, but you have to hold the jump button to do these things. And if you hold the jump button too soon, you'll jetpack accidentally, and then the jetpack will end, and you'll land on the enemy's head, and then do a small jump, and then die because I'm an idiot. <laughs> it just doesn't control very well is what I'm saying. It yeah. doesn't control well. 
Uh, it leads to a lot of deaths that aren't enjoyable and not, it doesn't feel very telegraphed to me uh, as to what I'm supposed to do or what I, I don't know. I don't understand it. I'm very hung up on it. I don't understand Donkey Kong and I'm done trying at this point. <laughs> I'm done trying to, to figure out what's wrong. Was it that originally a Wii U game? Yeah, that was a Wii U game. Okay, yeah. And I didn't like the Wii one either. That much. Wii this one's one. better than the Wii one, I would say. But the Wii one, like the remake or whatever. Donkey Kong Country Returns is the Wii one. Okay. Also made by Retro, mm. which at this point, the last great retro game was uh, Metroid Prime Two. Jeez. Wow. So, wow. It's like fifteen years ago. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Nice. Yeah. Not not great. Uh, other things that I am playing. Um. I started Crisis Remastered because I'm an idiot. Uh, and it's awesome. It is so cool to play a game, I, I think, as like more of a history thing that is from another time. Like they don't make first person shooters like this. They, the way it's structured is totally, what, 2005 or something when it around when it came out. Actually, it might have been later. I thought it was 2007. Know. No, I might be wrong. Okay. It's around then. I know I didn't play it when it, when it came out. But it it's yeah, it was two thousand seven. Okay, two thousand seven. It just feels old school in a way that I appreciate. Um, and it also, as a fan of Far Cry, and this did become Far Cry in in a way. It's like kind of a spinoff. Yeah, it's cool to see the roots of it, and the whole game is basically the encampments, like sneaking into encampments of a Far Cry game. But that's the whole game. Um, and it's super hardcore where you have to stealth around and the enemies will see you and they'll actually like try to kill you and they'll look around for you and they don't just go like, what's that noise? And then that's ah, nothing. And then turn around. They actually try to kill you. And it's pretty, uh, it's pretty difficult in that way. It's not a shooter. It's not a run and gun shooter. I don't think uh, it's more of a hide in the trees and like guerrilla warfare. It got to the point where I feel like I'm playing as the predator and I'll be invisible and like turn around from a tree and just kill a guy and then go back behind the tree. And the other guy's like, what happened? Oh my God. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I soup around the other side of the tree and kill him as he's investigating. And then I go back behind the tree invisible. It that's really cool. Um, it's just a bizarre game to play at this point when shooters have changed so much, but I'm enjoying it quite a lot, especially since I didn't know anything about it necessarily from a plot perspective like there's aliens and stuff i just forgot i guess um because they find these old buried aliens and all this nonsense i'm really enjoying it i plan on playing all the crisis games because what else am i gonna do i don't know what's going on right, right. hell yeah and it looks very good um <clears throat> i actually looks looked insane. at i looked at some of the original game though and i feel like the original game might look better <laughs> i don't know really <laughs> Yeah, like this one just look it looks really good. Don't I mean it looks stunning. Um and the ray tracing is really cool on the ocean and all the water. But I, I do feel like the light there's something about the lighting oh, in the yeah. original that I yeah. feel like looks better. Um it's also a weird thing where I had to change the brightness and the contrast and the gamma like to find a picture that didn't look obnoxious because the default settings made the sand look like snow, like pure white snow. And I'm like, I don't think that's how they intended this game. 
don't yeah, think. I'm, I'm noticing that in the comparison video I'm watching. It's it's like it's part the like colors are all yeah the color here. when when especially when you compare it to the original like the original looks more realistic because it's a little more desaturated where everything yeah. in the remastered version is almost like too fake. Yeah, it's very. Like so I did have to spend a while adjusting the brightness, and and now I, I found something that looks realistic but a little dark. I'm like, it's not exactly what I want, but it's better than the white snowy sand beaches. So, because that was crazy. I, I, the beginning of the game has a you're on the beach for a, a fair amount of it, and it's like ridiculous <laughs> because you turn over like ooh palm, palm trees, and then you turn to the other side like oh I'm. I'm in the, I'm hiking in the Himalayas or some shit. <laughs> it's so, it's just pure white. It's very bizarre. And I, it's also one of those games where the, the, uh, what's the word? The sensitivity is way off on default. I don't know. The settings on this thing are just really all over the place. Um, and, but I only picked it up for 950, I think, which is a total steal for what I think is a really cool game. And I, I can't wait to play more of it. Um, it just it just feels weird. It feels different. It does not feel like a modern shooter. And I wanted to play a shooter, and I love stealth games. So this is this is scratching that itch pretty nicely. Pretty pretty nice. Pretty pretty good. Uh, small update on Genshin Impact. I am still playing it. Oh God. But I am slowing down on it. Um, I don't know how much longer I'll play. I did the first like the full quest line for the first area where you kill the dragon or something. Uh, you don't kill him, I guess. You just, he was sick or, I don't know. I'm not really paying too close attention. But I started the second one. I just like exploring and going around in that game. And it is starting to become annoying where the only way to level up is through items. And then you got to use the items and you got to use money to level up. And then I got to level up all these weapons. And I don't really want to do all this, but nothing's super difficult. So I'm just going to keep going until it becomes annoying and dumb. I'll probably play until that first big patch and play around on that and then just pop in every once in a while and, and see what's up with it. I, I've really liked it so far. Um, the the economy of wishes, which are their gotcha pulls, is obnoxious and is really stupid. Like I don't really understand why I'd even do it exactly, except just to get other elements to use in the combat. But as I said last week, I've gotten four water characters and I'm done with that nonsense. Uh, we'll see. I like it still. It's fun. It's free. Also. It's free. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. And it's beautiful. Oh my God. It's so pretty. No. It's so pretty. No. So beautiful. I have been playing Uncharted 4. Not a whole lot. I, just, I played it like a couple nights. And man, that game. Like, I guess I, I, when I stopped playing it, I like, I regret it because I could have literally played another hour and had my mind blown by the car chase scene where you're in the Jeep and you're driving through the village trying oh, to escape yep. that like vehicle with like the gun turret on it. Like that part was insane. And then when you're like on the, when you're trying to catch up to Sam and you're hanging on the back of like, mm-hmm you know, like a vehicle and you're like shooting the other, like that part was insane. Like the game, the thing I've always loved about Uncharted is like the crazy set pieces like that. The part I don't like, which I guess kind of is the main, like, I guess element of the game is the puzzle exploration portion where you're like, 
oh, using the clues in the yeah, book. I was gonna say, that's great stuff. Like, it's, it's not that bad, but like coming back to it, I'm like ready to get in some action and then I'm solving puzzles for like the first 30 minutes. I'm just like, okay. But it that part ends when you're in the clock tower, that part ends with the whole clock tower falling, like the oh, bell yeah. falling through. Like, so that part was pretty cool. So that made up for it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. I have this this weird feeling that once I finish Uncharted Four, I'm gonna have like the like I want I'll want to go either play Lost Legacy or Uncharted Three because that's I, Uncharted Three I never finished. No, Lost Legacy is all out of order. <laughs> I know it's all out of order, but Uncharted Four is like the one I downloaded. So, but yeah, good good games. I still don't like the shooting very much, but it it is what it is, man. It's, but it's got stealth now, so it's better. Yeah, cool. I okay. sure. Well, yeah, you know, they perfected the system with Last of Us, so that's pretty good. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I, I do really like it. I think it's a beautiful game. Want me to spoil the end? No, it's a it's a solid series for sure. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've always liked like Uncharted Two is like in my top five of all time. So it's like I do love Uncharted Two. Yeah, I do really love that one. Um, I just I don't know why I never finished three or four. It's just really weird to me. That is weird. It, yeah, it's definitely weird. I must have been playing Destiny. Stupid Destiny. How dare you? Probably were. That's oh, probably what God. it was. 2016. Yeah, it's got to be Destiny. Yeah. Took me away from a lot of games. It was like being on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're clean now. <laughs> yeah. You got to go to Barely. rehab for it. Barely. All right. Well, yeah, that's... that's. Uh, I think other than that, we have Hyrule Warriors. Uh, did you want to talk about that, Ben? Looks like crap after playing Genshin Impact. Woo! You, you know, off the podcast right now. I did. I did. <laughs> I was trying to think about that while I was playing. The game does not look very pretty. It I, runs well though. I like the. I still kind of like the style of Breath of the Wild. I think. Um. Obviously, Genshin. I think Genshin is is still a really good looking game, but I like the style of Trash. Breath of the Wild. Like the problem style. with with uh, the switch is that it looks like when you're in an eye doctor and they say like one or two it looks like the worst one everything on the switch looks like the worst one that's <laughs> <laughs> the entire switch is the problem oh man um what'd you think of hyrule warriors uh it's calamity good. i guess is the whole i think they adapted breath of the wild into a muso dynasty warriors thing extremely well uh i'm excited to play it from gamefly <laughs> Yeah, Gamefly. Shout out to Gamefly. Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, I really like it. I don't know exactly if it's gonna be something that I'll eventually play, but um, I did enjoy playing what I played, and uh, I really liked playing as Impa, and it was yeah, cool. yeah. It was, it was did cool. either of you since you played this demo? Did either of you play the original Hyrule Warriors? No, and I I wanted I, to. I played uh, like five hours of it, maybe. Oh, okay. But just because, problem... like, I I was. I'm a huge fan of the original Hyrule Warriors. That game okay. was crazy fun to me. So I, and I don't know why, because I don't like the Dynasty Warrior type right, games. Right, right. Uh, so I didn't play that one, and part of the reason why I didn't like it is something they fixed in uh, in the Switch version uh, and in Fire Emblem Warriors, which I did beat yeah. um, and played a lot of. So you can switch different characters in the middle right. of the fight. Yep. And that wasn't in the Wii U version, I don't believe. Really? Um, I don't, oh my gosh. I don't think so. I don't think that's, so either. That's why I stopped playing. And then when I saw it was in the Switch version, I was like, damn it, I, I would have played that. Because <laughs> uh, that, that makes it awesome. You get bored with someone and go, oh, let's see what Zelda's doing. Let's yeah. see what, you know, let's see what Deku Link is over here doing. Uh, 
that's awesome. And especially in Fire Emblem, I enjoyed that a lot. And you can give people like go here and do that, and then okay, they're there. Now I'll switch to them. They're at the the target, right? Yep. Uh, that's awesome. And I think it's it just seems like an improvement upon Hyrule Warriors, where Hyrule Warriors very much was Muso. In easily like, like that's it. This has the the Sheikah slate, and you have. Um, the bomb, you know, like you can use the bomb abilities or the magnet, magnesis and stuff like that. So it it does change it. It feels more adapted, at least from my memory, than Hyrule Warriors originally was. Good. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, I liked what I played. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was good. It's a good demo, for yeah. sure. Doesn't look as good as Genshin Impact. <laughs> Shut up. The, game, the game's so pretty. <laughs> Ben really likes his waifus. I'm telling you, man. Those waifus in 4K? Woof. <laughs> cool. Does anybody have any other games they want to cover while we are here? Not for me. No. Nothing else? Cool. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything. Cool. Well, we are about at the end here. Is there anything anybody wants to um, plug? Like any content, anything like that? Uh, like I said, I'll be releasing a uh interview with the um with one of the co-founders from Proletariat, uh, makers of Spellbreak, this week, and then maybe soon after that, I will have a review up as well. Nice. All right. Cool. What do you play on? Do you play on Xbox? Uh, yes. Okay. I think I, I may have downloaded it on PC too, but okay. I think it's cross. Play. Oh, it is. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cause I, I'm, uh, I'm gonna download it on PC so I can play it. Cause I did have it on PS4, but I took it off, um, because of space. Cause that's just, yes. it's just that PS4 life. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested in getting back into it. I really enjoyed what I played of it. Um, it does that same thing that eight that Genshin Impact does, where you get to kind of mix the elements and things like that. Uh, yes. It's pretty cool. Other waifu. Kind of, maybe some of the skins might sounds be like a no. waifu enough. Sounds like a no. No, nah, not quite, not quite the uh, Genshin level. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's gonna <laughs> do it for us this week. Thank you to Julian and Logan for joining us. Thank um, you. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Remember to uh, head over to all the podcast services where you can find our podcasts, like Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Google. I don't know what Google's is called. Does anybody know that yet? Does anybody confirm? I fucking use it. I don't know. I think it's just Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Probably. And of course, the GameFanatics.com. Plenty of great content over there. So go ahead and check it out. Subscribe to the YouTube. we got videos there. Uh, you get like early gameplay of uh, like Watchdog Legion um, and reviews on hardware and headsets and stuff like that. So head over there. And of course, we'll be back next week. Thank you again, everybody. Have a good night. Have a good week. Blah, blah, blah. Bye. See you.